It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the BetQL Audio Network. No hitter! Carlos Rodon has no hit the Cleveland Indians. The 20th no hitter in Sox history. So it happens again on the south side last night. This time there were some fans there. A no-hitter for the White Sox. Carlos Rodon gets it done last night. We're here to talk about it. Welcome into BetQL Daily weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. Three-man weave today. I'm Joe Ostrowski with Ryan Horvat and Ross Tucker. We'll talk baseball with Sean Zarillo from the Action Network. John Daigle will be here to talk some NFL and NFL draft props from NBC Sports Edge and front office ESPN NBA insider Bobby Marks will be here. There was a ton going on in Major League Baseball and the NBA, and we are literally just two weeks away from the NFL draft. Eli, our EP, Jake Hassan, the board up, Dylan Burns directing, Jake Galley on the graphics. Horvat, I always hear you complain about uh, up in Milwaukee never seeing a no-hitter, and I saw Giolito last year, obviously at home. Only people employed by the White Sox were able to be there. I, I worked two different no-hitters, one of them a perfect game. I worked on the radio broadcast for Mark Burley, uh, a no-no, and then a perfect game against Tampa Bay. And then I also got to see, believe it or not, Philip Umber. But that was on a weekend. I was not working that broadcast. He had a perfect game out in Seattle. Uh, were, you, were you jealous at all? Second no-hitter of the season already in Major League Baseball. No. Not really. We did just see a no-hitter five days ago, Joe Musgrove. But uh, no, we've not seen one here in Milwaukee. I really don't care a whole lot. Everybody else on the morning show freaks out over it. Um, now, if I would have saw a perfect game last night, that would have been the story. I was a little disappointed leading mm-hmm. into the show. I thought the highlights that we would open up with, again, shout out to Carlos Rodon. Good story last night. Uh, great. No-hitter. I thought we were going to open up with some Kelly Olenek highlights, though. After he goes off for 25 and 10 last night, after you guys gave me crap about my prop, he hits the uh, points rebounds total over with just the points. So I figured we were going to open up with some of those highlights. Good thing, I, yeah. Can I say something, Joe? Go ahead. I'm, I'm only on once a, a, a week. All right, so I got a bunch of things to say. First okay. of all, Joe, where are your glasses? In the oh. trash. <laughs> what happened? You got the Jameis Winston. Jameis eating some crab legs. I I had LASIK surgery last Friday. Oh, that's awesome, man. (laughs) How happy are you? Uh, It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good in the distance. It's like perfect. Um, Up close, not yet. Hopefully, it'll get there. That was quite a recovery. So uh, (laughs) I'll take a quick story on that, okay? I got LASIK when I was 22. Holy Wow. The uh 20 years ago. Yeah. The the uh the guy that did Tiger Woods' eyes and Patrick Ewing's eyes, all these people, he was in DC and he was uh a Redskins fan. So he would do Redskins players for free. So I actually I got LASIK eye surgery for free. When I was 22, dude, I was like 2,300, 2,400 in each eye. You know, you wake up, Joe, you grab your glasses, you go in, Mm -hmm. you put your contacts in. That next morning when I woke up and it was like, it was, 
it was like Ryan. It was like going from standard definition to HD. Like the whole world was HD. But mm-hmm. the funny story about it. So first of all, it's awesome. I got, it was like five thousand dollars an eye, and I got it for free because he's a you know he did he did Redskins players for free. My wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, came down to D.C. She was in New York to visit me that weekend. She dumped me the next day. She broke up with me the next day. So to this day, when we get in an argument, and I'm like, and you broke up with me after major surgery. She's like, it was LASIK. I'm like, major surgery, and you broke up with me. (laughs) You You think I wasn't milking that this weekend? But I gotta say, I talked about it on the show a little bit on Monday, but those four, four or five hours right afterwards, those are not easy. It, it felt like major day. surgery. She woke up. Yeah. She broke up with me the next day. So anyway, it, it, it's the funniest side. So first of all, it was Joe wears the glasses. Second of all, Ryan, where's the haircut, bro? Where's the I haircut? Know. What do you mean? Meaning he needs one. I what are we doing there? <laughs> Funny that you say that. I do have some wild hair going on. I'm going to get a haircut today at 1 p.m. I knew it. I knew it. I, dude, your hair is usually shorter that you look like. Okay. Lastly, can I just say something? And I'm sure there's some way we could bet on this. And I'm sure there's somewhere where they have odds. I, I, I personally, and I'm sure you guys will tell me I'm wrong. I think the no-hitter might be the most overrated thing in sports. Oh. I I feel like there's one every two weeks. I mean, there was one five days ago. It was like, oh, my gosh, a no-hitter. You never see that. That never happens except for the Padres, dude, five days ago. Like, yes. I mean, it's not it, – look, it's, it's a really nice accomplishment. People make it seem like it's a once-every-five-years thing. It's not a once every five years thing. It's at least five times a season thing. It's not that rare. Well, if, if he doesn't hit Roberto Perez's foot with one out in the ninth, it is a once every five season thing because he was so close to a perfect game. He was. But I do hear what you're saying. It felt like when we were children that it was so rare, you might get one or two. I, you know, I'm sure somebody will look it up and tell me how wrong I am. It, it felt like it was you get one or two a year of performances yeah. like that. And because the strikeout rates are so high right now, and, and you got these guys throwing 100 miles an hour like Rodon was in the ninth inning, it was ridiculous, that uh, they happen more often than – like last year, Giolito against one of the worst offenses in Pittsburgh. And then we know Cleveland's offense pretty much stinks, and uh, it, it worked out for him. But I'm not trying to diminish his accomplishment. Uh, of what Rodon did last I'm not night. trying to diminish his accomplishment. Yeah. I'm just saying everyone makes it out to be like, everybody turn the channel. There might be a no-hitter. And it's like, didn't we just do this? Like, didn't we just do this like three days ago? Like, I right. mean, it's got, if it happens every five days, it's really not that big a deal. But it doesn't. Like, it's I not going to happen in five more I days. I know, Joe, but if it happens twice in a five-day period – it's not like it happens. How many times? Somebody look it up. Don't we have interns? We have interns. We got people. We got yeah, people. Somebody look up the average number of no hitters per year. It just seems to me like we put a little, like we get it gets a little overblown. 
here's why it's cool for me. Because this specific guy, Carlos Rodon, was viewed as a complete bust. Uh, he, he's been dealing with injury after injury. Tommy John, shoulder injury again and again, works his way back. And what do you know? He's got to go on the shelf again. See you next year, Carlos Rodon. And I think he was a third or fourth, I think he was third overall pick in his draft. And it, it just got to a point last year at the end, they DFA him. And Sox fans are like, good riddance go away. And they're looking for some depth in the rotation and Rodon didn't have a team. So they end up signing him. No risk. One year, $3 million. And the reaction that I heard from the majority of Sox fans that were at least speaking on the issue were pissed off. They were mad that he was back. This is a guy that has elite stuff when healthy. That's always the key when healthy. And then they were mad at him last year in the ALDS game three He's coming back from an injury. He's in a position he should not have been in. The manager had him go in as a reliever. He's a starting pitcher, just coming back from injury, does not record an out, and everybody's done with the guy. So I, I so it's a great comeback story for him. I, I believe you. And 20 no-hitters since 2015, according to Jake Galley, which is, wait for it, five a year, like I said. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, five a year is not that many, I guess, when you consider there's 162 games and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, one a month, yeah. But it's still – it's not as – like, it did feel like when we were kids that it was once every five years or, like, once every two, three. And, and I think that's part of the game, right? Like, guys used to not strike out as much. There wasn't the launch angle. Like, back in the day, it was like, just make contact. Just make contact. Don't strike out. Make them make a play. I think it's more. I think it seems like it's more common with every year. These guys throw like a hundred miles an hour, and the, all the guys are trying to do is hit home runs. They're not trying to make contact. It's Correct. just changed. Horvat, are you bored by him? See, I I was like away from Twitter, so I didn't even see the Musgrove stuff happening. I couldn't even get to a TV if I wanted to. So I, it feels like for me, even though it's number two, it's the first no hitter of the season. No, I would have rather seen the perfect game just because we haven't seen one of those since two thousand and ten. It was so I, I had to look this up because it was the fewest because obviously Musgrove just threw that on April 9th. So that was four days past between the last no hitter. So that was the fewest since 2011 that uh, four days in between no hitters. So we hadn't seen that since 2011. I'd rather see somebody hit for the cycle. I'd rather see a perfect game. Yeah, I think the most overrated stat in pro sports right now is the triple double, especially yes. uh, Russell Westbrook. Average. Good call. If you watch Jokic every single night, every night is a triple double. So I just feel like, I feel like that's probably a little more overrated. I still like a perfect game or I still like a no hitter, but I would have preferred the perfect game. Last what night. are the odds on MB to win MVP playing like less than two thirds of the games? Well, he's the second favorite. I don't think it's going to happen. Most books right now have him at three to one. And who, who do they think is winning it? Jokic. Dude, that's awesome for you. <laughs> yes, it would be. But, uh, you know, Jake Alley keeps telling me every day how Embiid's still going to win it, <laughs> even though he missed a quarter of the games. Yeah. How many has <laughs> you – how many is – like, and I know we got to hit the break soon, but, like, yeah. last night, that was a joke. I mean, why Why didn't Did everybody sitting? Played? Yeah, like, what, yeah, what are we doing here? I mean, what – it's net sixers. Ben Simmons is talking trash. We're, we're I'm fired up about it. And then literally I was driving back from Cleveland. I'm listening on the radio and they're like, Blake Griffin is out with a knee issue. Uh, Kevin Durant is out with this. Uh, James Harden's out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. 
I'm ready like, for the I'm ready for the playoffs. I'm, well, what, I'm what, a, what a terrible product. I'm well, sorry, thought, but like, yeah, I, I would. They're going to crack down on that though for national broadcast. No, I I was mad about it because uh, ESPN two was trying their betcast for a big game. Brooklyn, Philadelphia had Kazarian, our guy Joe Fortenbaugh as well. And I, I was curious what they were going to do. It was their second time trying it. I know they did it for some uh, an NFL playoff game. And we talked about it with Doug the other day on the show. And then there's that. I'm like, okay, great. I'm, I'm supposed to be hyped. And it ended up being a close game. Sixers can't put them away. You start They re- they rest their starters, and then they let the Nets back in, which kind of makes you wonder. I, I know – it, it doesn't mean that's going to happen in the postseason, but really, I mean, if they have all their stars, how are the Sixers taking down the Nets? I don't think they are. Embiid has 40-something a game. Simmons yeah. Simmons hits like 10 threes. And locks, <laughs> locks down which guy? <laughs> Harden, hopefully. Harden, and then you still got Durant and Kyrie, which is the big issue. But I – I don't know. I guess that's a question we'll talk, uh, something we'll talk to Bobby Marks about later on. How much do the Nets actually have to play together before you get to the postseason? Unreal. But yeah, that was disappointing. Uh, Speaking of the NBA, the Luka game winner, just the leaner while being double teamed, dude is ridiculous. He is, but what a choke job by the Grizzlies down the stretch in that game. Like He should have never even had that opportunity. Grayson Allen, I believe he's a 90% free throw shooter. He misses both of them. You want to know what the sad part about that is, Joe? I had one loss yesterday in a game that I didn't give out as a lightning bet. We hit uh, Corbin Burns, struck out 50. That was never in question. I did end up on the first five under. Uh, The Bucs, that game was never in question. That was an easy winner for us. But last minute, I jump on the Mavs, and I even bought a point, and I got them as two-point favorites. All I wanted was for them to review that and see that his foot was on the line. (laughs) They win by one, and they had to come back to do it. Like, I turned the TV off at one point. I was like, oh, this is over. Grayson Allen, 90% free throw shooter, misses both of them, and then he he drills a three to win it. I was hoping that game was going in overtime so I could get the victory. But um, Luke is ridiculous, to answer your question. He is absolutely ridiculous. uh, I can't wait to get to the postseason. Even though it's a shortened season, like I'm, it still feels like it's a month too long. And and from the player's perspective, I know, Ross, you're mad about it, but I understand it a little bit. When you look at the schedule, they have more back-to-backs, three and four. The other day, the Bulls are playing four games in five nights. It is ridiculous what the league is doing to cram this season in and get 72 games out of it for their TV deals. Okay, but then just don't. Just make sure you play when they're playing the Sixers or it's a big game. Like sure, sit, a, sit out against the bad teams. Yep. Yep. Totally hear you. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, Ross Tucker. This is BetQL Daily. few big storylines in Major League Baseball yesterday. Dogs have been barking. We'll take a look at today's MLB card. You're locked into the, ML, the uh, BetQL Audio Network.